Welcome to Revive Family, Parenting in the 21st Century with researcher, author, lecturer, counselor, and coach Jeff Schott. Jeff has written Influential Parenting, a comprehensive program designed to help parents become important influencers in guiding their kids to success. He also wrote the book Going, Going, Gone about kids departing the faith they were raised in. Learn more about the program and the book at revivefamily.com. We have a special guest today, Jeff. Please do the introduction. Yeah, with us today is Candace. She's from Texas. She's here in Durango, Colorado with me. And, and she's got, a mom. Yeah, She's mom. got a beautiful little baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, when we first started talking, that baby was 14 months old. She's now 22 months old. And it's been a joy getting to know Candace because she, one, was seeking help with being a mom and parenting. But then the second piece of that was she ended up becoming involved with the organization through that and is now helping with our social media. So Candace is a... Special in multiple ways and She's very on, helpful to on revive. board in multiple ways. Wonderful. Right. Yeah. Good to have you here. Well, thank you. Yes. I'm glad to be here. So we're talking about healing hearts. And you've been talking with Candace and her mom and her husband and her daughter. This is a whole family thing. It is. Um, I know for me, uh, I would have never believed that my heart had much to do with anything. Uh, I was all about the head, all about... Um, uh, being a dad that was in charge and authority. And then my own journey took me through a number of trials, uh, losing a company, my dad, uh, leaving my mom, all sorts of things that led to me checking in with a counselor and saying, I think I'm losing my sanity. I need and help. She yeah. looked at me and said, you have a shut down heart. And I'll never forget that day. Cause I immediately wanted to argue with her cause the heart doesn't exist. There's dichotomism and trichotomism and neither recognize the existence of the heart. But she went on to explain some things to me that really made sense. And then she gave me her first assignment after nine weeks of counseling. She said, I want you to feel bad. And uh, I broke down crying so hard that uh, I couldn't drive on the highway. And that was the beginning of healing a whole bunch of wounds in my heart that I've had the privilege of sharing uh, a lot of what I've learned and developed uh, to help heal hearts with Candace. Yeah. But As, you in your own life hesitated to go to a counselor, right? Oh. You were the macho dude. You were in charge. You had facts. It was the last thing I was ever going to do. Mm-hmm. But that last thing, that straw that broke the camel's back was after 11 major things, losing a college mystery to a pastor's son that was on drugs and losing the company. Uh, my son's born on... Uh, and seven days later is Aravact on Christmas Eve with no medical insurance. Um, and after that, I literally called the counselor and said, I'm losing my sanity. She goes, why? And I said, because everything I touch turns to mud. And she goes, that can't be true. And I said, well, you haven't met me yet. That's how beat up I was inside that I would actually say something like that to a stranger. You were down in the mud. Oh, yeah. And you called on Pat, your counselor. That's correct. To bring you out. So Candace is young and beautiful and has a new family, and she hasn't been in the mud, I wouldn't think. Oh, you but might she be needs surprised. Some <laughs> <laughs> She's oh. too young to have been in the mud already. Mm, I've been dragged through several times in the mud, <laughs> face down. I feel like trampled seven feet under. Mm. Uh, as a mom... Well, as a young child, even just, I was dragged through the mud with my parents. Um, my dad chose to be 
very um, abusive in a um, sexual way. And uh, my my mom had to be a single parent grow, like teaching me mm. to um, do all the, the principles and by herself as you would do as a joint parent. I had a lot of, of bad choices that I chose like growing up. And now as a mom, I'm having to just really work on my heart because I just shut down as a, as a person and had no idea that my heart was so closed off until uh, meeting with Jeff and Ruth's family. And it's just been a great, hard and emotional journey. <laughs> um, and uh, Jeff has been able to really expose what's going on and um, asking me certain questions. He asks me a lot of very specific um, uh, questions on my heart, on my head, why I do certain things to really un- unveil what's going on in my heart. It's got to so. be tough to be revealing those things because those are personal. Those mm-hmm. are kind of risky. Yes. And not easy to share. No. Uh, I was very hesitant, very hesitant. And he, he assured me, he's like, so what would the worst thing that's going to happen if you tell me these things? And I'm like, well, I'd just be embarrassed. And he's like, well, I'm, it's, I'm an open book. I'm, I'm not going to judge you. And he just made sure to, because he's worked on his heart and he knows how it felt. He was able to just make me feel like it was going to be okay. And it was, it was. Where does the counselor begin in these circumstances? Oh, I think for us, it really began just around the whole parenting journey and the challenges she was having with her daughter at 14 months old. And, Mm -hmm. and it was pretty obvious, you know, she was already feeling like a failure as a mom, uh, with a 14 month old. And whenever I see that, I know there's more going on underneath. And so that began the questions after she went through the influential parenting series. Um, she was talking about doing some work for us and that allowed me to continue to have conversations with her where I just every once in a while ask one of those heart probing questions. <laughs> and, uh, next thing I knew she opened up to me in ways I don't think she'd opened up to anybody uh, previously in life. That's true. So Candace question. What was going on with your 14-month-old that led you to be willing to look at a totally different paradigm of parenting, number one, and two, be willing to go after healing your own heart? Well, where do I start? Oh, my goodness. My daughter um, is very independent, and um, now she's great. But before, she was just so broken, I would say, just because of the way that I would respond to her, because of the way that I would treat her, um, she would just react in such a negative way to everything that I would try to teach her or construct her to do because I had, I wanted to done my way. She needed to be disciplined and regimented and had all these like just ways of how I wanted it to be done. And she was not having that. And she would whine at me. She said no rules and no boundaries for me. (laughs) She's like, I don't think so. But she would be all, she would cry all the time, all the time. Mm. She was just crying, fussing. And you didn't know why. I had no idea. I had no idea. It was so frustrating. And by the time Jeff got a hold of me, I was about ready to quit. I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. Um, I was like, 
uh, someone else is going to have to raise my daughter because I, I'm failing at all levels. I suck at this. Um, and <laughs> and she's um, 14 months old at that stage, or 12 or 13 or 14. Yeah, a yeah. year and two months I've been okay. going through all of this, and it had just been, it had been really hard. I remember the Very first phone call. Yeah, I remember that first phone call, and she expressed a lot of that to me is, I'm a failure. I have no relationship with my daughter. Mm-hmm. She's whining and crying all the time. I, I asked for just one example. I said, you know, so what, give me an example. Well, she wants to touch these things. She wants to hold these things that, you know, they're breakable. And so I said, well, what do you say? And she was, she said, well, I say, this, this is not for Skylar, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Do you remember what I told you on that call? Uh, yes. Uh, I definitely remember. And uh, whenever he, he told me, he's like, well, um, that's definitely a way to do it. But <laughs> he was polite. Right. He was definitely very polite. Um, but he's like, with her, have you ever thought of explaining to her like what it is and guiding her through it and saying, okay, this, um, just say like, um, it was a breakable object, like my snow globes that I've collected, uh, just explaining her, this is very, uh, very important to mommy. And so we want to be very, very, uh, careful and delicate with it, treat it very, um, with respect. And so I would love for you to hold it and, and just, uh, be able to look at it. Uh, but I need you to treat it gently and with respect. And as long as you do that, then you can hold it. And then if you aren't able to do that, we're going to go ahead and put it back on the shelf. And just being able to guide her through it, it was just night and day difference. Really? So influential parenting works not just with adolescents, but all mm. the way down to the 14-month-old, which has been a lot of fun to journey with Candace on this. There was another time... We were actually on a organization uh, Google Hangout. Can I say that on the radio? And <laughs> the rea- the reality is, um, you know, Skylar started to whine, and she was trying to get her to stop whining. What happened? What do you remember from that? Was it the time where you started talking to her? Uh-huh. Oh my goodness! So I'm on the phone um, with her uh, with Jeff and. My daughter, she was just whining, and I've been I was holding her, so she's screaming right into the phone, and uh, so Jeff uh, heard this, and he's all, "Put it, put her on speakerphone." I'm like, "What? You want you want to make this magnified? <laughs> what?" Uh, so I put her on speakerphone, and he just talked to her, and he was just in his voice, um, just so caring. And he was like, Hey, Skylar, Hey, Skylar, you're so happy. I know that you are, are a loving, kind, happy little girl and you want to be happy. And he just started speaking all these wonderful, positive, loving things to her. And she just calmed right down. Really? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what did you just do? This was amazing. See, I've seen Jeff persuasive one-on-one. <laughs> I've seen Jeff persuasive at a table of a half dozen in front of a congregation of a hundred, but never on a speakerphone have I heard that he has this power. Just a voice, <laughs> not, even, not even person. We're going to take a quick break and come back. You're listening to Revive Family Parenting in the 21st Century with Jeff Schott and Candace, a new mom who's his guest. More in a moment. If you're intrigued by the content in this radio program, I want to encourage you to visit revivefamily.com 
and sign up for our free webinar. If you desire to have the type of influence in your kids' lives that will have them asking you for advice, please explore our research and the key concepts behind influential parenting. It's available now online. You can sign up for free today and begin watching by going to revivefamily.com forward slash webinar. That's revivefamily.com forward slash webinar. Welcome back to Revive Family Parenting in the 21st Century with Jeff Schott. Candace, mom of Skylar, is Jeff's guest. Candace, I'm really intrigued by your story. Intrigued that with a 14-month-old, you're in contact with Jeff Schott, and he's doing counseling over the speakerphone. But I want to step back even before that. How did you get connected to Revive Family Parenting in the 21st Century? It was all God's beautiful, divine connection. <laughs> um, it was my mom, actually. Um, she's a professional photographer. Um, and they happened to know each other. Uh, Jeff's family and my mom knew each other through that. And she knew what I was going through. And she knew the struggles that I was going through and wow. and has um, done uh, listened to the instructions and parenting instructions through Revive Family. So uh, she knew what I was going through and was like, Candace, you need to talk to Jeff. Like, you, he is, I think that he would be able to help you in, with Skylar and um, in this influential parenting. And I'm like, okay, well. So a mother's wise advice mm-hmm. brought you to Jeff Schott. Yes, my mother. I like that. It was uh, it was fun. I remember the first phone call like it was yesterday, and it's only been what how many months, or nine, ten months, something like that now. Mm-hmm. But it's begun to change your whole family. Yes. Why don't you describe a little bit of what's <laughs> been happening? Well, uh, going back to uh, after the phone call with Jeff, and uh, after that morning. Um, after him speaking positive into her that morning, we woke up and um, I actually learned a song from him uh, that he actually sings to his uh, kids. And so I'm like, can I adopt that song? And he's like, sure, go for it. So that morning I went to her room and I rock with her every morning. And so just right off the bat, I was like, hi, Skylar, smiling, say, this is going to be a great day. Picked her up. Uh, hugged her, we rocked, and uh, just began to sing the, um, the song, and um, just about mm-hmm. having a great day, and we're going to laugh and play, and it was great, and we had a great day, and was able to just, uh, her whining was minimal, very minimal that day, mm-hmm. just by changing my my perspective on So you life. shared the story of the counseling and the coaching. Mm-hmm. With your husband Paul, mm-hmm. and what did he think? Well, this behind the speakerphone, what's he done here? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, he has—he's um, definitely been a little bit on the hesitant side because of his background. A dad would be, of course. Mm-hmm. And um, being that he is. Um, we're both very controlling, <laughs> so controlling it's to fault. And so we're both my way, my way. So through this journey, he, um, he has been able to see change in Skylar and as well as with me. 
and uh, he's been very appreciative of my time with Revive Family and Jeff. And um, he's he's actually listened to several of the influential parenting um, videos and um, segments of them as much as, you know, he has time for because, you know, he's so busy. And <laughs> uh, so but it's it's slowly um, but surely it's been impacting him, too. And it's really great. So his positive response is because he's seeing results right. with you and Skylar. Exactly. He's experiencing that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Exactly. So I know we're talking about in this series of programs, Healing the Heart. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's something that in our society we don't talk a lot about. We don't think a lot about because we're so knowledge focused. We're so mind focused. Um, But it's a journey that I took. And it's been um, absolutely transformative, not just to me, but to my relationships with people outside my family and definitely with my kids. Talk a little bit about why you believe parents turning and looking at what's going on inside, what's happened in their heart. Why is that so important? Oh, my goodness. There's so many things um, to begin with, uh, to self-reflect. For one, there's positives in that i'm really understanding yourself and and um, knowing that you are hurting in your heart is important because if you're closed off in your heart you're not able to be the best person or the best mom or the um, best parent to your child and um you don't realize that until you do self-reflection and really realize how closed off your heart is um, my personal story was that um, my heart was really hard and didn't realize that until we talked. So um, through a, a segment, we were able to really break down my heart. And it wasn't until then that I really understood the the necessity of a heart. Um, a heart guides you. A heart is, um, actually instills you to be there for your child and um, if you have your heart hardened, then you're not being able to be there on an emotional level for your child. I think that emotional connection is something that um, I'm seeing break down in so many families um, between husband and wife, between dad and kids, between mom and kids. And I know when we started talking, you were very, very at your wits end with feeling like you had no relationship with Skylar, like it was gone. Mm -hmm. And you really saw that all as being behavior issues on Skylar's side of the equation. How much of that was really due to your heart? Um, let's say 99.9%. Um, I know some parents are out there going, ouch right now, but, uh, uh, that's what I found in my family as well. You know, as you, are entering this process of healing your heart because you're still in the process. Right. It's not done. No. What's been changing in you? What's what's it led to changing in Skylar's life? Uh, I would say that number one thing with me is being able to really identify and how to work through um, all the hurt that has gone on because everyone's hurting. And um, to heal your heart really helps you break down um, who, who, you, who you've hurt and who has hurt you. 
and be able to forgive them and um, just to really heal from that. I, I recently, just today, um, was able to have a breakthrough with my mom and that has never happened. Um, just with our relationship, it's just been very complicated and um, just with this um, healing of the heart, I've been able to uh, have a breakthrough with her on an emotional level and and really bond with her that I've never done. Um, with Skylar, she has uh, had such a positive reflection and um, is more receptive to instruction. She's more uh, caring as a person. She really understands things more and doesn't just uh, reflects me whenever I'm trying to guide her. She, she accepts me because I'm being more kind and more loving to her because I'm also changing. And so she sees that I'm, I'm changing and being able to be there for her because my heart is being healed. And so she's more receptive to who I, um, how I, I want to guide her and, um, caring about her as an individual. This is a multi-generational healing that's going on here. Right. You and your mom and your daughter. Right. Phenomenal. It well, it's is. also had an impact on the marriage. I, I know that from talking to, to Candace. But yeah. I, Candace, in terms of this whole journey of, of healing the heart, so much of it stems from the fact that um, we as kids weren't able to really express our hurts, our frustrations, our our challenges with our families, with our parents, with adults, and things pile up in us, and it can make us really negative about ourselves. I know that's been one of the huge challenges for you is mm-hmm. you were already negative about yourself. Then you get a child that's whining and misbehaving, and all of a sudden you're a horrible mom, and you're you know you shouldn't even be doing this <laughs> this whole thing of parenting. You know, give <laughs> give my child to someone else because they'll do better than me because I'm already so down on myself. How is that beginning to change for you? Well. Through self-reflection, going back on self-reflection uh, with the heart, uh, it's it's changing in a way that I never even thought possible. Uh, I I really have had a a heart change in uh, my my negative being aware of my of my negative thoughts about myself. Because before I wasn't even aware of how negative I was, of, of being able to accept compliments, accept um, that a failure is okay, and that you can, that you just need to work through it, and you're going to fail, um, but it's it's okay. It's a part of life. Um, just being able to accept that it's a huge thing for me. Um, huge thing for being able to help with um, help out with revive family because being able to just really develop personal skills that I've never had before and be able to actually accomplish things is is a huge a life change for me it's amazing how much changes when we turn and face the inside and we get you know aware of the negative core values those negative beliefs that we've adopted about ourselves and how much that really alters who we were created to be Mm-hmm. Um, I know for you, um, you've kind of almost felt like you're rediscovering who you really are in this process. I know that that's what I want to see parents doing with their kids is if their kids are older, helping those kids open up 
helping those kids figure out what they're really feeling about themselves, helping those kids express maybe some of their frustrations and hurts with their parents so that they don't end up at whatever age it was you were at when we started this journey going, I'm lost. You know, you really were lost as a parent, maybe even lost just in life in general because of all of this piled up within you. So as you look forwards, what are you looking forward to now that you were, you were a mom saying, I'm done. Now, now what are you looking forward to? Looking forward to like tomorrow, just, just tomorrow. Um, before I was, I would dread getting up even, um, I would, but even I look forward to actually living life with Skylar before I would, I was, I would pray on a day to day thing of just get her through the night, you know, and always be, of always being scared that something's going to go wrong. Uh, now I'm actually praying for her future subconsciously. I didn't realize that until just now I'm actually like excited to say, God, let her just dream all that she wants to do in life. Um, let her, let her just succeed in life. And so, uh, I'm looking forward to actually raising her with my husband and because um, my husband's an awesome parent and he is very, very smart and um, being able to be smart with him, raising her, oh, it's been, it's been really good. Candace has been delightful having you as a guest. Oh, Unique insights. There's miraculous healing going on here. Thank you. That's it for this edition of Revive Family Parenting in the 21st Century with Jeff Schott. We'll return soon with another program designed to help you become a wiser, more effective, more influential parent. Jeff's website is revivefamily.com. Parenting in the 21st Century is produced in association with Faith Radio. Jeff Schott is a pastoral counselor and coach. He is not a licensed healthcare professional. What you've heard is not a substitute for seeking professional medical or psychological support.